the curious kid podcast we've got a new topic for this week so let's jump right in olivia what are we curious about this week this week we're curious about microwaves you got it we are now in november and the temperatures are dropping and a nice warm meal is a great way to warm up on a chilly day if you want to heat up some food there are several ways to do it what are some good ways to warm up food we can warm up food on stoves Yeah, you sure can. You can put food on a stove to warm it up. It may take some time, and you have to be careful not to burn yourself. Can you think of another way to warm up food? Yeah, you can warm up food in the oven. That's right. You can do that, but that's also going to take some time, and you also have to be very careful to make sure you don't burn yourself. I wish there was a way to heat up food real quickly without having to worry about burning yourself. Silly, you can warm up your food in a microwave. The microwave, such an amazing invention. You can take a Hot Pocket out of the freezer, throw it in the microwave for 30 seconds, and then you could take a bite and the inside of the Hot Pocket will be hotter than the surface of the sun. And that's not even the amazing part. What happens when the microwave starts beeping to let you know that your food is ready and you stick your hand inside? The microwave isn't hot, but your food is hot. Isn't that amazing? Your food could be piping hot, and yet the microwave that heated your food up could be cooler than Bruno Mars. It truly is amazing. So before we discuss how popular microwaves are and how they work, let's get to the question of the week. The question of the week is, is it dangerous to stand next to the microwave when it's on? That's a great question. So let's talk microwave history. Well, the first microwave was available in 1947. But lots of people didn't run out to buy it. You know why? It was really, really big and also extremely expensive. The first commercially available microwave weighed 750 pounds. And guess how much it cost? $100 million. $100 million? That would be crazy. Fortunately, it didn't cost that much, but it did cost a lot. In 1947, a microwave cost about $5,000. And that's in 1947. Today that would be about $55,000. Totally insane. By 1955, a cheaper model was available, but it was still $1,295. So it didn't sell well either. In the late 1970s, Japanese companies like Sharp were making low-cost microwaves that were affordable, so microwaves started selling like hotcakes. And they're also great for making hotcakes. They sure are. In 1971, about 1% of U.S. households owned a microwave. Just 15 years later, in 1986, that number was up to 25%, or one in every four houses. By 1997, over 90% of U.S. homes had one. I actually remember being blown away by the microwave when we got our first one back in the 80s, when I was probably about Olivia's age. Although I was curious back then, I didn't bother looking up how the microwave worked because the Encyclopedia Britannica was not quite as convenient as Google. Okay, so this is where we break down the science behind microwaves. Microwaves are actual electromagnetic radiation waves that the microwave makes that are able to get into your food and heat it up. 
Think of it as waves, like the waves of the ocean, but they are impossible to see. Microwaves have a frequency that allow it to heat up different foods that include the following. Fat, sugar, and water. Right. So why don't you tell everyone what happens when these waves get into the tiny little molecules in your food. It makes the molecules vibrate while heating the food. And that's not all. Conveniently, the waves made by the microwave have the right frequency to heat up food, but it doesn't heat up the stuff that holds your food. You don't have to worry about the ceramic, glass, and plastic. Exactly. So the ceramic, glass, and plastic you heat your food up in is not going to get really hot, but the food inside is still going to get hot. But you have to be careful. There is something that you should never put in a microwave. Tell them about it, Olivia. You should never put metal in the microwave. Even utensils and aluminum foil. Yep, and you have to be careful about other not-so-obvious metal objects, like twist ties that have a metal wire or the metal handle on Chinese food quart and pipe containers. Now it's time to answer the question of the week. For the first time, we're going to have Olivia answer the question. Olivia, is it dangerous to stand next to a microwave when it's on? No way! If the microwave is broken, please don't stand next to it. Absolutely. So if the microwave is working and it's not broken in any way, it's completely safe to stand next to a microwave when it's on. I remember thinking that it's harmful to stand next to a microwave when it's on, but it's simply not true. As long as your microwave has no structural issues, all of those microwaves made by your microwave should stay right where they belong, on the inside. Now we are going to have another first for the Curious Kid podcast, our first listener mail reading. Mailbag! Mailbag! Before I read this email, I should tell you that we record our episodes about a month before they are released. So we got this one after episode one, Curious About Sleep. This one comes from Shelley of Hollandale Beach, Florida. It says, hey guys, I'm addicted. I love it. Jacob, you are pretty amazing. Olivia, you're a star. Can't wait for episode two. It should be a tremendous success. Congrats and good luck. Well, Shelley, thanks so much for the kind words. I don't think you understand how much it means to us. Olivia, do you have anything to say to Shelley? Thank you so much for the email. It means a lot to us. Well said. Well, that does it for episode six. Curious about microwaves. Olivia, say goodbye to our listeners. Bye. I hope you like podcast number six. Great job. So do you want to have your email read in one of our episodes? Send us an email to CuriousKidPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to include your name, age, and hometown. You can email us to give us ideas for future podcasts or just to let us know what you think about the episodes you've heard so far. We also have a Facebook page. So please follow us on the Curious Kid Podcast Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music or Google Play to make sure you are the first to know when a new episode is released. As always, thank you so much for listening and getting curious with us.